Seven. Ben. Rivalry week. Rivalry week is here, boys. Rival, a, rivalry week. I'm very excited to stumble over that word, <laughs> uh, that phrase, several times during this episode. I can never, I can never say it right. Oof. Unique New York. <laughs> ben is the professional podcaster of the group. Uh, I'm the one who just stumbled in here and can't say rivalry week. So my favorite one to practice before, every 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 week before we record, I um, I go through some like tongue twisters and mm-hmm. my favorite one is Irish wristwatch that's a that's my favorite one there you go we're but, ready to talk about wristwatches we're ready to talk about rivalries um I, th- I think I I think I heard somewhere that uh for non-native English speakers brewery is like impossible yeah that's a tough one it's kind of interesting one. anyways <laughs> well, I, it's I, almost playoff time guys man. uh we, uh, as I'm sure we are all aware, we have one week left of the regular season, and then we're launching into playoffs and consolation. Don't forget. <laughs> and uh, we've actually got, I think, more. We have more of a sense of how the playoff bracket is going to look than we normally do after week twelve. It, like I could already tell you mostly who's going to be in the playoffs and roughly what their seeds are going to be, but we've still got some exciting stuff to go in week thirteen. Uh, and still got some guys fighting for the last couple of playoff spots. Yeah, the playoff pick, the playoff picture is uh, it's it's clearing up. It's clearing up pretty pretty. Yeah, definitely. Pre- um, pretty pretty uh, demonstrably compared to I feel like previous years going into the. I feel like we kind of know yeah. who's going to be where for the most part. Yeah, at least this year we kind of have this upper tier. Like there are five teams that have already clinched a playoff spot. Uh, which is definitely good for working out these scenarios because you don't have, like, 12 teams that are in play, you know? Uh, and there are two teams that have been eliminated, or basically eliminated. No one's ever technically eliminated because of the uh, wild card spot, but uh, me and Tom are out uh, pending, uh, you know, a 300-point week from all of us, so... And if that, and if that were to happen, it, I, like, I wouldn't even be mad. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if somebody puts up uh, over two hundred points in a week, they they should just automatically be in the playoffs. The highest we've ever had is like one eighty. One eighty, yeah. We need a two hundred. Like I'm, when, when I'm I, guessing, like most weeks, if you do like the perfect team thing, you don't get to two hundred. Like I'm guessing, like some weeks you do and some weeks you don't. But that's all a lot of points. I feel like we gotta we we. I think we're due. Could we're, you say? We're, could we're you due. say we're due for I mean, a two hundred? That, that, that one eighty, which Jay put up last year, is still our highest scoring game by like over twenty points. Like no one has been anywhere close to that, uh, which is pretty great. I wonder what my highest one was this year. Probably like one fifty something. Well, I can look that up right now. Wow! You scored one hundred and forty-seven in week three, which I think might be the highest in the league this year. So, not especially close. Is there a is there a yearly bonus? <laughs> that's what we really should do with the extra 10 points but instead we give it to the nfl.com winner <laughs> oh that's interesting put that on the dock <laughs> no i like having the random nfl league just give out ten dollars to like someone randomly five five and five we're also probably gonna up the pool money next year i think there's some momentum for that so the whole, i would say the like apparatus i would say i would say almost assuredly yeah i think it's very likely to happen uh, let's talk about some games then, Ben. Uh, and as we're going through, we'll talk about the playoff implications of this week for the teams that we talk about. So Fair. We will get to that. Uh, can I ask you a question? So yeah. Evan is wearing this shirt that says decimal two four seven, and then it, there's an ampersand, and it's the same thing on on four rows. Uh huh. 
And I'm just, what, Evan, can you explain? Have we not talked about this before? Oh, 247 is a batting average, yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, Chris Davis on the Oakland A's hit exactly 247 four years in a row, which is, like, really unprecedented. Like, no one had ever done it three years in a row before, and he did it four straight times. It was a big deal. That is a big deal. So they made t-shirts, and I got one. <laughs> it's a great t-shirt because people have to ask what it is, because it's so confusing. Uh yeah, it's kind of in the style of the the you know the Beatles T-shirt. It's very it's very hipster. Yeah, it's extremely inside baseball, like literally inside baseball. Um, and then people ask, and they're always like, "Oh, <laughs> that that's a go-to uh, casual Friday when you get the, one of your one of your baseball jobs." Yeah, you're, you're, wear, wear, wear this uh, wear this shirt to the office. I'll finally be around people who will appreciate this T-shirt, so I'm ready. All, All right. right. Uh, anyways, first game of the week. Uh, that I've got on the docket here was Quinn versus Tom. This was an interesting one. It came down to Wednesday afternoon football. Uh, <laughs> of course. You, you love to see. Uh, God, th- this was the longest fantasy week I've ever had. It felt like it lasted a month. Uh, like it literally Absol- lasted seven days. Uh, yeah. Because we had three games on Thursday all the way around to one game on Wednesday afternoon. So it was weird. I, I, That's crazy. I just the, the week started on Thanksgiving. With like if, three, if, if, where I guess it was just two games, right? Yeah, but like, it was yeah, some, with yeah, more yeah. games than normal on on that day, and then all the way back around. Yeah, it was, it was a weird one for sure. So yeah, Tom Tom fell just short, seven points short. Uh, he had Gus Edwards in that Wednesday afternoon game, and Edwards scored a touchdown, but only had ten rushing yards, so it wasn't enough. Uh, Quinn wins this one, eighty eight to eighty one. Quinn clinches a playoff spot. He's eight and four. Tom down at four and eight. Uh, like I mentioned, is gonna need some sort of miracle, and even that. Probably not enough. So <laughs> Tom's playoff odds, I'm assuming, less than one percent. Tom is at zero percent. Oh, yeah, he's he's in the same boat as me, where we would need to score like an insane amount of points and still probably not being enough. Fair. Yeah. Um. All right, taking a look at Quinn's team. Uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. <laughs> Four hundred and seventy-two uh, yards. <laughs> so, Evan, I, I wanted to ask you how that uh how that Kyler for MVP bet is going it's going great over there uh, i'm loving it yeah so i don't know if we mentioned this on the pod but i i placed 50 dollars on uh kyler murray to win mvp like what two two, two we've, three weeks we, ago we've referenced it yeah yeah ago, a couple uh times. and and since then kyler has been like pretty mediocre and kind of injured has gone, like full supernova uh, yeah and like russell wilson is still ahead of kyler for sure as well so it's going well, yeah. Uh, but hey, you don't win every bet that you place, uh, and this is true. Trevor Lawrence can still win the Heisman. <laughs> so that's what I'm making on. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is good. Um, it's funny. I we were talking before we went on air, Ben. I I've just like my personal philosophy has shifted where I just want a good quarterback next year because I think it's such a major advantage for teams like Quinns, where you know the rest of his guys were mediocre to bad this week but having Patrick Mahomes put up 31 points gets him right up to 90 and 90 points is going to win you a decent amount of games and like it's huge you know just having that solid floor that baseline of a QB who's going to put up at least 20 points every week is a big advantage and I, I don't know if it's been valued quite enough in this league historically so that's what I'm shooting for next year just watch out yeah it's it's interesting if you get the absolute cream of the crop at QB, I think it's I think it's an advantage. Uh, if you're getting, but see that's we all thought it was going to be Lamar Jackson like again. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not a good um, one. But I mean, if you're getting Mahomes, like I think it's kind of 
Mahomes, you could probably – he's starting to form his own tier, I think. Yeah. Kind of similar to like – well, I guess him and, and Russ. And, so like Kyler, I don't want to be too hard on Kyler because he was – uh, he he was QB one until Kyler was more consistent yeah. than Mahomes. The rushing for, volume. For, is, is, I I, I feel like the first six eight weeks of the year you were a little disappointed with Mahomes, uh, like comp- relative to where yeah. you drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler I think was a QB one every week until last week. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty impressive. And so I think like if you're talking like Mahomes, Kyler, Russ, mm-hmm. I think. I think you're Even well. Even outside of that, though, you got like Rodgers has been really good this year. Like Josh Allen has been pretty good. Um, he's maybe fallen off a little bit lately as well. But I think there's definitely kind of a tier of guys with that are a major advantage to having your team. I, I was just going to compare it to like Kelsey at tight end. Assuming Dak like, is back next year, like Dak is in that tier, I think. So yeah, I guess Dak, it all it, it all just depends like, on like where you're drafting. Yeah, them. yeah, definitely. Because like, you don't want to like reach. I was going to ask actually. Do you think Mahomes is going to go in the first round next year? Because no. I think he probably is. I don't, we, so we've only ever had one QB go I don't think first round in this league. Uh, it was like Aaron Rodgers like five years ago or something. Did, I think, didn't Ryan do it to be funny or something? Didn't he pick Rodgers in the first round? I don't think it was to be funny. I think it was legit. I think it was first round pick. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, Maybe that was Will. If you're picking like 13th or something, I think you got to think about it. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a, um, like a self- it's like the opposite of a self-fulfilling... Pro- I don't know what I'm trying to say. But, like, the people who are drafting at the end of the first, top of the second, mm. are, like, people who are too smart to do that kind of thing. Maybe. The people who, are, the people who are dumb and would do it are picking in the top five, and, like, you're not going to do that. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I think you could also say that, like, if you're picking 13th, then you're also picking 16th. So you probably just try and wait it out. Right. Right. And then, because 16th for Mahomes, I think, is pretty fair. Um, but, yeah, 13th, maybe a little bit. Maybe you want to get going on the running backs at that point. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is good. That's what I had to say. Yeah. The, Adrian Peterson had, a, had 50 yards and two He actually touchdowns. wound up with 55 yards, which is surprising to me watching that game. Because I remember at one point, you know, this game was on Thanksgiving. I, I mentioned to my mom. I was watching the game with her. It was like... He had two touchdowns. It was like six carries, four yards, two touchdowns, or something stupid like that. He finished with fifteen carries for fifty-five yards, which it's not bad. Not yeah, not bad. I mean, he, bad. he he had a few just bad. Like again, going back, he has he hasn't had a good fantasy week since week six. Yeah, well, so uh, I think so. The thing this week was that DeAndre Swift was still out. It sounds like he'll be back with his concussion. Yeah, he he didn't play, did he? Or no, he no, no, he didn't. Yeah, so I guess that was on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, so it sounds like Swift will be back this week, and then Peterson will be relegated to you know four points a game or whatever. Yeah, I I don't know if a concussion keeps you out that long already. I like, think it was just a week and a half. I think it was like not that's not super unusual, right? And now he's had a whole ten days to rest up for this next. Game, yeah, so. yeah, I suppose. Um, I also want to say Johnny Smith coming up with a big fat zero. That's kind of weird. Man. They scored 45 and no points. The thing points. with Johnny Smith, though, if you look at his stats, it's all touchdowns. He hasn't had more than 40 yards in a game since week three. Man. Like, I, Johnny Smith is one of those guys, you're just hoping he gets that touchdown. And, you know, he, he has seven, so he can definitely do that. But the yardage alone is just not going to be enough with Johnny Smith. Uh, so, yeah. kind of rough. I'm sure Quinn will just ride with him. It's tight end. You don't have other options, but... Um, so we said we were going to do playoff stuff as we go along, right? Yeah. So, so, so Quinn's playoff Quinn, projection is he'll... Quinn's in. Yeah. Uh, Quinn has actually clinched a top four spot as well, which means he can't be drafted in the, in the playoff draft. 
Uh, he's about two thirds to get the three seed and about one third to get the four seed. So not any, not anything super consequential there for Quinn, I would say. But you never know. Um, let's talk about Tom's team then. This is a rough loss for Tom because he needed this win to stay in the playoff hunt. He, you know, he was a long shot anyways, but uh, with this loss, he, he falls out entirely. Uh, he got a good week from Mike Evans. Evans scored two touchdowns and just kind of like bad to mediocre from everyone else. He had a disappointing game from Damian Harris. He only put up five points. He's been pretty good lately. Christian Kirk only scoring two. Yeah, just a ho-hum week from Tom. Um, there's just... Just nothing exciting happening. I mean, I guess Mike Evans, 50 yards and two touchdowns, doing Mike Evans things, yeah, scoring touchdowns. But. He, he got such a nice game from the Texans' defense on Thanksgiving as well. They put up uh, 16 points. They scored a touchdown, four sacks. But, yeah, it wasn't quite enough. He needed, like, one of those other kind of shaky guys to score a touchdown or to have a big game. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I guess the point is Tom is done, right? So Tom is done. So I guess – sorry, Tom. I would talk about, you know, some of the – Slayton and Balage and some of these guys, but I mean, there's not really a point in talking about Tom anymore, right? Indeed. <laughs> ah, Stick a fork in it. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> All right, uh, Henry versus Tim. It's our next game. This yeah. is a, a huge win for Henry. Uh, 114 to 74. Uh, so Henry right now is the only team in the league at six and six, which sets him up nicely. Where if he can win this week, he's in the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. And even if he loses, he he's looking pretty good on points. Uh, Tim falls to seven and five. Tim has clinched a playoff spot now, um, but he's still fighting for that top four spot, which for somebody like Tim, I mean, so the difference between fourth and fifth is not huge, right? Because if he finishes fourth, he plays the toughest team between five and eight. If he finishes fifth, then he plays probably the easiest team between one and four, right? Yeah. (laughs) he finishes, whoever finishes in fourth, which will be Ethan or Quinn in that situation. So... Probably not too much to be worried about with seeding for Tim. If if you're Tim, uh, oh, I guess I guess Henry is right there. That's the issue. If Henry was, I was gonna say like, if well, you, if so you Tim, if you were if you were Tim, so say Henry was Tim has Henry on points, so so Tim can't fall below Henry. He's over a hundred points in front of him. I think Tim should throw this game because if he like if he throws this game, he guarantees himself Ethan in the first round. Right? Because uh, no, Ethan no. or Quinn, but probably Ethan. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, so, so the way we're looking at it, right, I think Ethan is, is probably the consensus weakest playoff team. So, right. yeah, if you can slide yourself into that matchup. Uh, I guess the one negative of that then being if he finishes in that spot, he would probably have to play you in the second round instead of in the final. Just not. Right, so if, yeah, so if Tim wins, if Tim wins and Quinn loses, he moves up to third. It goes to the yeah, right. Andrew side of the bracket, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, if if but if, but if so, if Tim wins though, if Tim wins and Quinn wins, Tim sitting in fourth, he guarantees himself the toughest wild card, like the wild card winner, presumably. Like, yeah, like a like a Joe or that's a good point. That um, could be tough. or like Ryan or something. Ryan, yeah. but if he but if he throws it, yeah, if he yeah, thro- throw your game, if he throws it, if he throws it, he. He guarantees he guarantees himself Ethan, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It could be Quinn. Too, right? I guess, yeah, it could That's be. That's not even that much worse. <laughs> yeah, well, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, uh, let's talk about Tim's team uh, while we're on the subject. Uh, I want to shout out Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman is a stud. Uh, he has scored touchdowns in five straight games. He's been, he got 24 carries in their game this week. 
he's not like a huge yardage guy, but you know he's pumping out like fifty yard weeks as the starter for the Giants since uh, Freeman got injured. Oh yeah, he's getting a touchdown every single week. I guess I would be a little bit worried because Daniel Jones. It sounds like it's gonna miss some time, but at the same time, like, can the Giants backup be that much worse than Daniel Jones? I don't know. Colt McCoy looked pretty bad. It's Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. That, that's their backup. <laughs> At the very least, he'll probably turn it over less than Daniel Jones, so that could be a positive. Yeah. Um, but you just worry about goal line opportunities, right? Gallman's yeah. had a lot of goal line opportunities the last month, and mm-hmm. if McCoy is at quarterback, maybe maybe not. But Gallman's been a godsend for Tim, though. Cause Definitely. I feel like I feel like Gallman started playing well right when Daryl Henderson started sucking. Yeah, and right and, when Mixon got hurt. Yeah, and like – I. Yeah, it's almost exactly like, yeah, like week six or I guess I guess he had twenty in the touchdown week ten. But generally speaking, like Henderson, like it's kind of crazy. Like I feel like a month ago or so, Henderson was like, "Man, Daryl Henderson, he's crushing it." But like you, you can't be starting Daryl Henderson right now. Like it's just not, no. it's not going to work out for you. So like, it's pretty clutch for Tim that he got Gallman. Um, like you said, Mixon's still hurt. Yeah, uh, Tim has got to be pretty worried about Josh Jacobs, who, one, didn't have a very good game. The Raiders <laughs> were terrible on Sunday. And also, Jacobs hurt his ankle. Um, it sounds like he's fine, though. Well, So this says, on Monday we were told that Jacobs' injury looked worse than it is. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. Okay. No, it's I good. was reading that wrong. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so maybe best-case scenario, he either plays this week or gets one week off that Tim doesn't super need to win. And is back for the playoffs. Um, hopefully, the offense can turn around yeah. a little bit. Yeah, if he he might be out for this week, but like this week doesn't really matter yeah. for Tim a ton. Um, I was I've been I've been very much eyeing. Uh, I'm I'm I nah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything more because um, <laughs> that because we got we got waivers running tonight and that would be that is true. It'd be yeah. a little tampering-y if I was gonna say what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, let's talk about Henry's team then. Uh, Are we going to start having a, a tampering task force for the, for the fantasy? We've got to do it. Uh, is me talking about Tim throwing a game? Is that... <laughs> yeah, is that how, how would that help Ben? We have, to, we have to reverse engineer this. Okay, so Henry puts up 114. Great week for him. Huge win. Like we mentioned, uh, if he wins against yeah. Ryan this week, he is in the playoffs. Even if he loses, he just has to like not get past by like a bunch of points by some yeah. guys just to be clear I it is not in my interest for Tim to throw the game because then I yeah. get Tim in the side he's on your side of the bracket yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so the big news with Henry's team this week Will Fuller puts up 171 yards and two touchdowns on Thanksgiving Rick Will Fuller and then is suspended for steroid use <laughs> Twitter Twitter was having a really good time with this uh, it is pretty funny you, you had you had probably the best comment I even after going Evan, Evan I, I told Evan to I was sitting in the I was sitting in the Cub Foods parking lot. I was on my phone, and I saw the Will Fuller news. And I was like, damn, I got to text Evan about this. And I told Evan to Google Will Fuller, and, you, and Evan says, like, LOL, this is why, this is why he hasn't gotten hurt. Yeah, <laughs> so Will Fuller's thing coming into the year was, you know, he was missing, like, six games a year due to injury or whatever. This year, he, I think, had played every single game. Uh, he was looking healthy, having by far the best year of his career. Uh, and it turns out maybe he was just choosing, which is a good way to prevent yourself from becoming injured. So this is my hot take. Do do you do you prefer Will Fuller? Would you would you rather if you're an NFL GM? Would you rather have a guy 
get hurt, potentially miss a full season. You know, if you like, if you like, tear some ligament in or his knee or something, or just get a six game suspension and and then you're back and Good you're point. and you're and you're fine. Also, I mean, like as far as the Texans go, like they're out of playoff contention. Like, you know, it's a six game suspension, so he misses the rest of this season and the first game next year. Um, it also turns out that Will Fuller is a free agent, which is very interesting. So did Will Fuller? I wonder if Will Fuller timed the the failed drug test. <laughs> he was like, all right, this he, is the week. He, well, he knew that the Texans were out of playoff contention. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. I did see that Deshaun Watson was lobbying for him to get an extension, uh, which I thought, like, after this happened, like, yesterday. So after the suspension, uh, oh, they, Watson was like, I want him back. They got to re-sign Fuller, right? I, I would think so. They, but the Texans are not well run, and, and I know they're really hard up on the cap, so... Who knows? I, yeah, I, I don't... But you'd have to think. I mean, like, I would want him back. You know, he's been he's that, been very, very good this year. The NFL salary cap is one of those things in sports that I... I If someone told me... If someone asked me to explain the NFL salary cap to them, yeah. I... I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I got like, what, yeah, I, I saw... I, I do... I do acknowledge... I, I just think, like, coming into the year, it was like, yeah, they'll probably let him walk, but... Mm-hmm. I don't see how after after trading away Hopkins. I I know right. it, I know it was a different regime, but I I don't see how they can let Fuller walk. Yeah. I mean, we just you just look around the NFL and like you just you need a you need a like, who are they going to throw it to if if if, right. we'll, if, we'll, if Fuller walks? They do have Brandon Cooks who's been having a good year as well, but I don't think you want Cooks to be like your only receiver. Maybe <laughs> maybe know? they draft. Rashad Bateman or something. They're probably looking to draft yeah. a wide receiver. That would make sense. But uh, but yeah. So as far as this goes for Henry's team, this is a, a huge loss. I mean, Fuller's been very good. Yeah. Um, and the wide receivers he has on the bench right now are Brandon Ayuk and KJ Hamler. So I mean that, that that's potentially a loss of like ten points per week. Yeah, it's pretty devastating it's for Henry. Pretty rough. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is funny that it happened in this way. Henry's uh, definitely going to be eyeing uh, the waiver wire this week for who gets dropped. I I am I bet I bet Henry will be yeah definitely. like he'll be he'll be seeing if like I guess I I should say if like Connor drops Fulgham or something yeah, like something I of that, that nature. I, I, you could have been playing better than I thought. Um, he missed this week with COVID, uh, but it sounds like he is back uh, practicing, so he'll be he'll be back. And he had actually been playing very well in the three weeks before um, thereby. So so maybe Ayuk is just the guy that slides in there, um, but. Definitely Fuller, not a guy that you want to lose. And Henry had a great week in other respects, too. Uh, Nick Chubb has been really, really good since he's come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Carson Wentz somehow put up 19 points. In yeah, he somehow just keeps doing it, man. <laughs> I, I mean, kind of, yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't been good for a while. We have to remember it is Seattle, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll say Mike Davis, we kind of, we kind of mentioned this before we went on air, but... Uh, there's probably a non-zero chance that the Panthers shut down McCaffrey for the year after they lost to the they lost to the Vikings. They're what four and eight now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, I don't think that, I think I think it's possible, but not very likely. Um, probably probably like fifteen percent chance think, or like, something. I think to me, like all signs point to McCaffrey being ready for week fourteen because they have, they have their bye this week. So remember that Mike Davis is not going to be usable for Henry this week heading into the playoffs. But I think that McCaffrey should be back week fourteen would be my bet guess but who knows um yeah i, pro- I mean, I, mean I, I guess point, the Henry's... point the point might be moot for henry because fuller 
takes care of Ayuk. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so then, and, so then it's like, like who, Alexander Madison or somebody. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess he might as well just leave Davis in there. Unless, unless who's the who are the who's the Panthers coach again? It's not Rivera anymore. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Oh yeah, Temple. Uh, so I mean, if Matt Rule comes out and says, unless he says something like, which like why would he do this? But if he just says we are giving McCaffrey every you know full workload or whatever, mm-hmm. which I don't know why he would do that. Uh, but unless he says that, I think if you're Henry, you probably just got to roll with Davis anyway and just hope that it's a 50-50 split in his, yeah. fir- in his first so, game back. I will say the one game that McCaffrey did play, week nine, uh, Mike Davis had one carry. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Um, I, would, I think I would still risk it, though. Anyways, I th- I, yeah, I think I, I probably would, too. What, like, what else are you going like, to – it's yeah. Madison or Hamler? Or, yeah, 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 I don't know. I, maybe Devontae Freeman might be back eventually. I don't know. Yeah, Henry's team definitely not trending in the right directions with availability here. Uh, but he has, you know, pretty close to locked up the playoffs. But the algorithm that I have has him at 81% to make the playoffs. So it's almost there. Almost yeah. The finish line. Is Carolina good defensively? No, not at all. Okay, so maybe they, Denver has Carolina week 14. So I guess maybe you, maybe you call your shot with Hamler. With Hamler. Oh, a touchdown. Yeah. All right, should we move on? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, next game I've got was by far our highest scoring one of the week. Uh, Jay versus Ryan. Jay put up 131. Ryan loses with 111, which is rough. Uh, Jay is still very much on the outside looking in with the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> I, I run the simulation for 1,000 times, and, and Jay made the playoffs once. Uh, so that's wow. not great. Uh, Ryan's at 73%. So Ryan is kind of in a similar boat with Henry. If he wins this week, he's very likely to be in. Um, Jay needs to win this week and have a bunch of stuff fall his way. So <laughs> Jay did put up 131 points though to get that weekly bonus in large part due to Tyreek Hill having 270 yards and three touchdowns. That's so silly. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, I mentioned this in the group. I was like, he has 13 touchdowns? Oh my God. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> That's so many. That was kind of his thing. I feel like, Ugh. wasn't he... Um, Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Wasn't there like a some sort of like a touchdown regression with Tyreek Hill? Didn't he like not have that many touchdowns? He didn't have a ton, but you also think of Tyreek Hill, and it's like he's very small. You know, it, it kind of makes sense that he doesn't get a ton of red zone targets. But it turns out when you can just score like fifty yard touchdowns, <laughs> you don't need to score five yard touchdowns. He has nine touchdowns in his last five games. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Uh, the, I, so you were talking about Mahomes oh before. I, I made a note. I made a note here um, when I was doing my. Um, preparation. Uh, where do you think Tyreek Hill goes in the draft next year? Yes, I mean, Tyreek Hill this year went 11th. Um, and so he he wasn't that good up through, like, week seven. And since then, he's just been, like, absolutely insane. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I would guess... I would, I'm going to guess that he slips a little bit. But if he keeps if he keeps doing this, he's going to be first round. Because uh, that's what will be fresh in everyone's mind. Like, But he, he, but he was, but he was first round first already, though. I don't think that that's that hot of a take, right? Oh, yeah, definitely not, yeah. I, 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 I want to suspect so I, I, Let me ask, does he go, does he go, does he go top seven? Well, so I think, I think then we're looking at who is the top fantasy wide receiver in the draft next year, and I think at that point we're looking at... Adams or Tyreek. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. I, I think know, those two. I know I think there it's, are going to be people who are saying DK. In, in, it's going to be August next year, and the DK hype train will be rolling into town. That's true. But I do, will, think, I do think, for me, it'll be like Hill and Devontae Adams. 
I'm trying to think. The DeAndre Hopkins maybe as well. Hopkins has been kind of slipping just a little below bit. that tier. Yeah, I, I I don't think I don't think Hopkins is is sniffing top seven. Yeah. Right. Like I, I I could definitely like, see Tyreek. I could see Tyreek. I could see someone. Season. I could see someone drafting Tyreek five, and yeah. it and it would be like a little bit shocking, but I would also be like. This makes sense. Yeah, right. Right, uh-huh. like because he's also he's going to have these weeks. Like, he scored forty five points. Like that that is going to happen sometimes with Tyreek Hill. He's going to single handedly win you the weekly bonus like he did for Jay this week. He's had he has had. If you want to talk about consistency, I feel like Tyreek Hill because he's this big play guy. Mm-hmm. Usually, that kind of player is viewed as kind of like a boom bust kind of on a weekly basis kind of guy. But Tyreek Hill. One game this year, w- w- less than ten points. Yeah, one, one. That's pretty insane. And that was, and, and that one game. Now that I'm looking at it, that was the Buffalo game. That was yeah, the, the fucking snowstorm. Bad. That was the snow. If if that game is normal weather, Tyreek Hill probably doesn't have any games this year below ten points. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Um, that. All right, you talked me into it, man. I'm taking him first overall. <laughs> if I mean, I, I was like, when, going into this week, uh. I was thinking, like, if Tyreek Hill were to fall to me at whatever I'm going to be picking, like, what's the what's the highest I could be picking? Uh, like seventh or something. I think it's or no, like tenth. Yeah, tenth. Right. Like, if there's no way he gets to me at ten, right? It's possible, but I think unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. I want this to be known, like. If Tyreek Hill falls to me in the first round, I will be picking him. All right, somebody so, take us. So I'm giving I'm giving his agent a first round promise. Uh, <laughs> Watch him tear his ACL tomorrow. Uh, oh man, fuck! <laughs> am I am I? You're locked in. Am I locked in? Said the words. Oh, All right, no. uh, the rest of Jay's team also had a pretty good week. I, I don't mean to sell the rest of his team short, uh, but we had to talk about that. Like that was the best fantasy wide receiver game. In the last several years, I think. Yeah, I mean, I saw somewhere twenty years. I, like, I can I, see that. Yeah. I, I I don't like. Yeah, man, that's. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you don't see two hundred and seventy yards very often, and you don't see three touchdowns very often. Happen both at the same time. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, insane. Kenyon Drake also put up twenty for Jay. It's good to see him kind of get back on the horse here after uh, just not being that great for a couple weeks. But uh, twenty-one points for him. I don't know anything else interesting. Um, <laughs> these guys are good. Yeah, I mean, he got a solid week from Kenyon Drake. Duke Johnson, um, 14 points. It's more than you expect. Oh, I thought that was David Johnson. No, it's Duke. you got to click on the thing to see who it is. But <laughs> David Johnson is injured, so Duke Johnson is starting for the Johnsons. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... I'm I'm a little bummed going into going into Monday night. I was so con- I was like I'm, I got this weekly bonus. I'm gonna keep raking in these cash flows, and then Tyreek Hill happened, and yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, All right. Well. Uh, Ryan's team takes a tough loss, <laughs> scoring 111 and losing by 20. <laughs> That's brutal, especially in a position like Ryan's where a win would have like all but guaranteed him a playoff spot, and now he's got to fight for it a little more. Uh, another great week for Deshaun Watson, who's definitely in that upper tier of QBs that we were talking about, even with like. How shitty the Texans season has been. <laughs> he put up thirty three points. Is, is Deshaun Watson in the Kyler, uh, Ross, Mahomes tier for MVP? For for uh, for like for drafting. In terms of drafting next obnoxiously year, ab- high. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Uh, he's been very good. And, and firing Bill O'Brien, pretty clutch for. Uh, right. I, I mean, I guess there's there's going to be some risk with Watson next year, just because they're going to probably have a new coach, and you never know how that's going to quite work out. He might be without Will Fuller, just any number of things. So. We'll see. Um, well, we'll be we'll be without Will Fuller for uh, the first at for least the, the rest of this season. Well, uh, I guess and, and I, the first game next year. Which how many games are left? 
there are five games left. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess that that could potentially be big for Ryan, that Fuller injury, because, you know, that takes kind of some of the big play potential off for Watson. That's now a good he's point. He's only going to have Brandon know, one Cox. competent receiver to throw to. No, Evan, this means we get Kiki QT. I was, I was definitely looking at QT. It's like, do I want to pick him up for the meme? And then it's like, no, this guy's kind of trash. But I remember a couple years ago when we were all really into QT. I, I, I remember the Kiki QT uh, like hype train very fondly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Henry will pick up Kiki QT. Yeah, he had him at the time, huh? Uh, yeah, Ryan had a bunch of other good weeks. Debo Samuel had 133 yards in his return to the lineup. That was definitely good to see. 13 targets for him. Devontae Parker, 119 yards on 14 targets. Jarvis Landry, 143 yards on 11 targets. Great week for Ryan's receivers. It, it, you know it's a good sign when Chase Claypool scores the fewest points of your receivers. Um, so, good week for Ryan in that respect. His running back situation continues to be extremely dire. He started Matt Breida and Philip Lindsay. Lindsay got injured. Um, it does sound uh, like Jonathan Taylor who missed this week for COVID, will be back this week. So, I mean, I think if I were Ryan, that's the biggest thing I'm worried about is that Jonathan Taylor is the only running back on this team I trust at all, uh, which is a situation he should have handled better, as we have talked about earlier on the podcast. But uh, that's, the, that's, the only, that's the only big flaw for Ryan. I think he's definitely someone who I, I wouldn't be looking forward to playing in the playoffs uh, if I were there. Yeah. Uh, I... I can't, I can't decide. I can't decide. I think I want. So what are Ryan's playoff odds? Eight, like what did I say? Eighty percent. Uh yeah. I guess he's gonna seventy-three percent. Yeah. Um, but Jay is what is Jay? Basically zero. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So Ryan's team. You mentioned uh, the two flex wide receivers, Parker and Landry. Um, the Parker thing is interesting to me because the Dolphins are still saying that Tua is the starter, which mm-hmm. is bad for... I mean, I'm trying to get an update on this. Now they're saying... So before... Who, the Who's the Dolph? Flores? So Flores was saying before, he was, like, being all, like, snotty with... Uh, snobby, snotty, whatever. With uh, reporters, he was like, you guys keep asking me about Fitz or Tua, and I'm going to keep giving you the same answer. Like, Tua's our guy if he's healthy, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm seeing, update today, Dolphins will decide on Sunday whether Tua or Fitzpatrick starts. Well, that's probably um, an injury thing, right? I mean, if it weren't an injury thing, they'd be deciding earlier. <laughs> it might just be like a tipping your hand thing to yeah, the it. other team, because they're kind of different. Yeah. Um, but I, like, to me, like, if you're, if you're Ryan, like, I, I wouldn't start Parker if Tua is the... Yeah, it definitely Tua, seems like Fitzpatrick is is a better match. For he's got he's got viable. I mean, oh, Jerry Judy's hurt. Red. Is that a long term thing? No, I think he's fine. Yeah, I mean, I would probably start Judy over Parker if yeah, Tua is playing. Judy gets a real quarterback this week. Pretty exciting. And they got the Chiefs. And they got to keep up with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jarvis Landry. I mean, good week for Landry, but like, I feel like. I feel like if you it's own by if, far his best game, if you, that if, was his first touchdown. Right, if if you own Jarvis Landry and you've been starting Jarvis Landry, like it might be for the most part for most people like too little, too late kind yeah, of a thing. Uh, like I would be so. I mean, obviously you're happy that you got a big week from him, but it's like, come on, man, like be more consistent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't. 
excuse me. I don't really have much else with Ryan's team. All right, um, let's uh, let's do our next game then. We've got Andrew versus Tony. Do, do we want to talk about the Denver thing a little bit? Like how wild? Uh, let's talk about it when we get to my team. Oh yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Andrew versus Tony. Andrew squeaks out kind of. Or I guess he didn't squeak it out. <laughs> he won pretty convincingly, but this was not a good game. He, uh, he did squeak it out. Andrew eighty, Tony fifty two. Andrew improves to nine and three. Looks like he'll be the two seed in the playoffs. Tony down to five and seven. Uh, gonna need kind of a miracle to make the playoffs. He's at 06 percent in the algorithm. Uh, I guess let's talk about well, Andrew. Well, it's a very, very, very different week for Andrew. Uh, like compared to what it normally is. You know? Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> normally, normally it's <laughs> Kyler and Dalvin Cook going crazy. Both those guys kind of suck. Both of them week. suck this week. Uh, <laughs> And I think so. Cook looks like he had a fumble. Uh, yeah, he also was got kind of hurt for a little like bit of it. The second half. Yeah, uh, uh, but Latavius Murray had twenty four, so that's kind of yeah. Man, every time I see Murray play, I'm like, this guy's really good. Like he should be starting somewhere, and it's kind of a bummer that he's just a backup for the Saints because like I feel like he could be a very good starter for someone, and he's a great pass catcher. Uh, he is very just a strong runner. It's fun to watch him play. So wasn't he? Wasn't like when he was on the Vikings. I feel like I was just like normal impressed. Yeah, I mean, like he well, so he was kind of in a time period with the Vikings too, if I remember correctly, because uh, they yeah, still had Cook. McKinnon at the time. Well, they had Cook, and Cook was around. So yeah, it was like he was not the full starter there either consistently. Yeah. So I, I would definitely be interested in seeing what he would do. Well, yeah, I mean, if he has double digit carries for. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of twelve, yeah, I mean, se- seven of eleven weeks this year. He has double digit carries, which like right. I know he's not the he gets targets. St- too. I know he's not the starter, but mm-hmm. how, 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 I don't see the the browser on your laptop is annoying because you can't see. Uh, it doesn't put receptions. You don't. You can't see receptions for running backs. Um, yeah, I mean Andrew picked Murray in the eighth round, and that's worked out pretty darn well I mean because he's got a very solid floor of like five points and then every once in a while it'll pop off like he did this week well and t- Andrew's entire draft went pretty well he hasn't <laughs> yeah, hasn't, right. he, hasn't he hasn't needed to do hasn't he made like one move or something yeah he hasn't needed he to picked do up McKinnon I think that basically was a... anything with this team uh Justin Jefferson also had a great week another two touchdowns well, I guess he picked up Kyle Rudolph <laughs> yeah um yeah but yeah everyone else is kind of bad uh I don't know anything else to talk about with Andrew's team uh what did you just say just now Justin Sorry. Jefferson was oh good. yeah 19 yeah, yeah. uh I think I may have said this last week, but um, probably the biggest uh, playoff dynamic I see for Andrew's team is that if Drew Brees does not come back for the playoffs, that's pretty bad for Jared Cook. Yeah. I guess it's pretty good for Latavius Murray. Yeah, so maybe it so balances like, out. It kind of balances out, but like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill is just to, refusing to throw to Cook. Taysom uh, Hill does not throw to Jared Cook. Cook has not scored more than one point in four straight weeks. <laughs> and you could ask yourself, well, why doesn't Andrew, like, pick up a tight end? Another, the answer is he did pick up a tight end. He picked up Kyle Rudolph. But I think... I mean, I think at I, this point he should I, just be starting Rudolph. Well, I, saw, I think this is what happened. Andrew was like, I got to pick up a tight end, got to replace Cook. Picks up Rudolph, and as he's going to put Rudolph in the starting lineup... He has just like a moment of just like cognitive dissonance, like with his team name, and he's like, "Do I sell out? Do I sell out on my branding that I've built up over the course of these three months?" That's a good point. You gotta uh, commit to the brand. It, he he is. I, what I will, say, Andrew, very committed to the brand. I respect it. Um, good work, Andrew. I don't know if he. I don't know if, I, if he if he benches Jared Cook, then he has to change his team name, right? Well, he would still have Dalvin Cook. 
So, but like, it's not the Murray Cook team. It's just like the Murray. It would just be the Murray team, right? Yeah. Because yeah. then, because then the the surname Cook would be tied with all the other surnames. That's a good point. On the team. That's a good point. All right. Uh, Tony loses this one. Fifty-two points. Uh, very long shot to make the playoffs. Uh, so Tony this week, his quarterback situation. Uh, Lamar Jackson got COVID. Missed that game with the Steelers. Uh, Tony, you know. To his credit, uh, looks at the waiver wire. He's like, okay, which of these quarterbacks should I stream? Picks up Derek Carr. You know, he's got a favorable matchup against the Falcons. He's been playing pretty well. Derek Carr <laughs> proceeds to put up 0.6 points. <laughs> Turns it over like four times. What was it? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like it was, they lost to the Falcons by 37 points. Like, the Raiders were in playoff position. This, 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 game, this game was yeah. in Atlanta, and the, yeah. and the Raiders going into it were favored by, like, 15. Yeah. They, they yeah. came into this game as 15-point road favorites. Rough. Rough. Uh, and also, I will say, uh, pretty savvy yeah. move by Tony to pick up Derek Carr. Um, did, were you expecting Tony to, to make such a savvy pickup? On the on the waiver wire, <laughs> did you tell him to pick it? Uh, I I maybe I maybe the, told Tony to pick up Derek Carr. Nice because so uh, I've told Andrew, I told Andrew this when we were watching uh, we were watching a the a wolves wolves game over the weekend, uh, and I told him that I was I was trying to pump up Tony's team so because it was like kind of a proxy war because if Tony had beaten Andrew, I would have quenched the the regular season mm-hmm. the one seed. And so I was, I was texting Tony. I was like, "All right, Tony, okay. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's out. You got to pick up Derek Carr. Uh, he has the, he has the, because he has the. I mean, he, Carr was clearly the waiver yeah, wire stream, uh, right? Because he has the Falcons. Like the Falcons give yeah, up. Like Carr was just better than everyone else. I mean, yeah, I was like, oh, this is an easy. This is an easy fifteen points, <laughs> like, uh, like minimum. And then what else did I tell Tony to do? Uh, did did you tell him to not start Austin Eckler because that was an unusual? So so this is so this is what happened. This is on like this was on like Wednesday or uh-huh. Thursday. So God, because this because this week happened so long ago. <laughs> this is like the day before Thanksgiving, I think. Oh yeah, because I didn't want to text him on Thanksgiving because I bet I knew he like wouldn't answer. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure this is like wow, last Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving, and I was like, all right, Tony, pick up car and uh, bench. I told him Joe Burrow is on IR. So bench AJ Green for Sterling Shepard. He he kept Burrow though. He dropped somebody else for Carr. Burrow is still on his bench. <laughs> yeah, no, he dropped um he dropped whatever tight end he had to he, he he dropped like Darren Fells or something. He had picked up Darren Fells to play Engram. So, so I think I told I was like, all right, put in Engram for Darren Fells, uh drop or I was like swap AJ Green for put it start Sterling Shepard. And that and that to my credit worked out. Tony was like Tony was like, wasn't well, AJ Green healthy? And I was like, uh, well Joe Burrow is hurt, so yeah. you don't want to do that. Um but then I told him, I did say, I was like, because I could tell he didn't he was like a little more hesitant on the Shepherd for Green. I was like, Tony, if uh Austin Eckler plays, obviously you swap in Eckler for Sterling Shepherd. <laughs> and um he didn't do it. Naturally he he didn't do that. Yeah. But Eckler, I, Eckler I don't think back. it wouldn't have mattered, right? Yeah, it would not have mattered. Uh, Eckler is back. Good sign for Tony in the constellation for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't. But like, will Tony? Will here. Will Tony update his lineup? Maybe not. I mean, he's got to get Lamar Jackson back in there. I would assume he is ready to do that. So we'll see. When we'll see Tony puts Jackson back in, you think he'll put Eckler back in? Maybe. But I mean, that didn't apply to him swapping Carr into the lineup. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm just glad that I mean, 
I was waiting for Tony to shred me. <laughs> but the, the text hasn't come yet. So I guess that's the good thing about Tony's general apathy yeah. for the Fantasy League is that when... He doesn't notice when you fucking... When, when shit hits the fan. Uh, All right. Uh, but there's, there's a certain amount of... Uh, there's a moral in there somewhere. Yeah. For like Derek Carr just totally shitting the bed. <laughs> Turns out we don't know everything. All right. Next game I've got Joe versus Ethan. Uh, this was an important game both ways. Ethan squeaked it out. Reversed his slide. First win in a while for him. Uh, 103 to 93. So Ethan sells up a playoff spot at seven and five. Joe falls to five and seven, but still has a pretty good shot on points. He's in like 99. I've got him at 99.6. So <laughs> it's basically impossible for Joe to fall out of the playoffs. He's uh, far enough ahead on points with those guys, uh, but he can guarantee it with a win over me this week, which shouldn't be very hard. So do it, Joe. Um, so Ethan's team. Uh, this game actually came down to uh, Wednesday afternoon because both these guys have a lot of Steelers. Um, and Joe was starting the Ravens defense as well. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, but Ethan managed to pull it out. Uh, it was definitely good for him to have his Bears guys back. Uh, they were on bye, and Montgomery was hurt. But the two Bears, Montgomery and Robinson, combined for 40 points in a game that they lost by multiple touchdowns. Uh, yeah, they both had pretty good weeks. Uh, so, I mean, the Bears scored three touchdowns, and all three of them were Robinson or Montgomery. So it was the perfectly the perfect Bears game for uh, for Ethan. Um, so that was good. That must have been pretty frustrating for Joe to watch. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it's like Green, Green Bay is just like annihilating well, Chicago. So I, also, I think like at least one and probably two of those touchdowns were garbage time because, I mean, most of this game was garbage time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must have been pretty frustrating for Joe to like be watching this game. And, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Ethan also got some big performances from like random ass guys in his flex. Uh, James White put up 14 points, scored his first two touchdowns of the season. Carry on Johnson <laughs> somehow put up eight points. So uh, Carry on doesn't really surprise me that much. Or sorry, Carry on does surprise me, but I feel like I called my shot on James White on the pod last week. If I remember right, I think I picked Ethan to win yeah. this, and I and I cited and, and I cited Burkhead being out yeah, as yeah. benefiting James White. Um, so I, I someone checked the tape. I think I I think I called that uh, Zeke Rip. Uh, Man, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we talked about Zeke last week. He had a nice bounce back with Dalton back in the lineup. We're like, okay, like maybe with like a competent NFL level quarterback, Zeke can get back to his thing. Uh, he put up three points. I mean, it was a rock game all around for the Cowboys. We'll see. I mean, Zeke's not someone I would be pumped about starting, but like, what the hell else are you gonna do? So when is David Johnson coming back? I was just gonna ask that. Uh, he is. He's been designated to return. Okay. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's back next week, but uh, this upcoming game is not super important for Ethan. He's already yeah. punched that playoff spot, so I would I would guess then he'll be back by the first round of the playoffs. So yeah, I'm guessing the Texans want to get him back pretty quick. Duke Johnson hasn't been great. Yeah, right. right. I would imagine. Uh, when Duke Johnson com- or not, sorry, excuse me, David Johnson. When David Johnson, if he plays this week, uh, who does Ethan bench for? Carry on. Is it Zeke? Carry on. Is it Zeke? DeAndre Swift is going to be back. Carry on's going to get like two carries. That's fair. If Swift is still out with his concussion, is it Zeke? And it's still carry on. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Zeke has been bad, though. Not, I, not, I mean, it's carry on Johnson, Ben. Evan. Like, get out of my face. Points are points. <laughs> I, I mean, carry on Johnson hasn't been scoring any of them. Like, look at his line. He has no that's fair. I guess Zeke had, Zeke had 100 last season. week against the Vikings. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I was wrong. That was. 
right. Uh, let's talk about Joe's team then. Let's rein in these hot takes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take it back. <laughs> uh, Joe's team, you know, pretty good week. 93 points. Uh, DK Metcalf put up 177 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, though, which was surprising when you get that much yardage. Uh, Robbie Anderson, a nice bounce back week for Joe's team. You know, we, we were heavy on the Anderson bandwagon through the first five weeks. He's been mostly pretty mediocre since then, but he put up 94 and a touchdown against the Vikings. Unfortunately for Joe, the Panthers have their bye week 13, which we haven't talked about that much. Uh, yeah. Panthers and Bucks having their bye this week, but definitely rough for guys who are relying on either of uh, those two teams in their lineups. Um, Joe also got Raheem Mostert back from injury. Mostert scored a touchdown. He only put up eight points because he also fumbled, but I'm sure Joe's pretty stoked to like have an actual running back back in the lineup. Um, especially in a week where James Conner missed their game with COVID. So. It might be out next week, too. Yeah. I, I, I think something that the people listening might not be aware of is that uh, James Conner uh, tested positive for COVID, and James Conner, when he was in college at Pitt, uh, had leukemia. Mm-hmm. And so I am obviously not a doctor. Maybe, maybe, Jay, can, maybe Jay can respond and say something about uh, epidemiology or something, but uh, I would imagine that James Conner is like a little higher risk for things than your average yeah, person, definitely, definitely, uh, because of his medical history. So I'm I'm curious to see if James Conner, uh, I don't know, misses like one or two more games because of it. Maybe yeah, um, I, I would assume they're being pretty careful with him. Yeah. So yeah, uh, hoping for the best for him. Uh yeah, Thielen also out this week. Because of a positive COVID, or was this contact tracing? Uh, he tested positive. He tested positive. Yeah. yeah so Joe's team kind of got shredded by COVID this week, um, a little bit. Um, Joe picked up my sloppies at running back again, which I thought was kind of funny. Joe picked up Malcolm Brown. Didn't start him though. Uh, but, uh, that was good. Negative point one for yeah, Malcolm yeah. Brown. It would have been funny if it'd be funny if a guy finished with zero points, but uh, like. Had, had had like had like two yards or twenty, would it be yeah twenty yards and a fumble? It'd be a funny way to get zero. It's probably happened. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, so it sounds like Joe will get Thielen back this week. He'll get Connor back. I, I would hope by week fourteen, um, and then he should be kind of rounded into shape. Uh, he also had a nice game from Dallas Goddard. Joe's tight end position has been pretty rough all season, but Goddard the last few weeks or the last two weeks I should say has been pretty good. It does sound like Zach Ertz is gonna play this week um his first game in, in quite some time so you never know with having two tight ends fortunately for goddard like the eagles don't have any wide receivers to throw to so if it's just him and Ertz, he might be fine but uh we'll see how that goes yeah um i want to say with joe's team that uh joe's giving me a hard time about uh MVS being better than Alan Lazard. And I want to say, Alan Lazard had four receptions for 23 yards, and MVS was not targeted in this game. So, uh, rip MVS. Uh, I really wanted Joe to start MVS, but he didn't. I yeah, thought it would have been. Good call, though. Yeah, good. Well, it's because I, I wanted it's because I wanted Ethan to win. You want to do your game or my game? Uh, I'm just trying to see if I like Watch out on Joe. Uh, is... Is Anthony Lynn going to get fired, do we think? I, I kind of hope not. I think Anthony Lynn is a good coach. I think they've had just, just really poor luck. It seems like they're losing a ton of close games. I would definitely be interested to see a second year uh, with Herbert for him, because Herbert's been playing so well. 
I just think if you go to rookie QB in and he plays this well, kind of unexpectedly, like you don't want to fire a coach and mess that up. That would be my opinion. But, but like, how can you look at? Just, I think they should how probably. Can you, how fire can you look at how, coordinator? how can you how can you look at Justin Herbert in practice and be like, like, what if what if Tyrod was still the starter? Like well, if if Tyrod if that doctor hadn't punctured Tyrod's lung, like he might still be the starter. Uh, I mean that's possible, but probably not. Because I mean, like they're they're like what three and eight with Herbert, so they'd be like probably worse than that with Tyrod. So like if they you think if they were two and ten right now, they really want to. I just think it's over. a it's a little bit of an <laughs> it's a little bit of an indictment on Anthony Lynn that I, like I think that I'll, you see that you see Herbert and Tyrod practicing and you're like we got to go with Tyrod. I mean, like t- I'm the biggest Tyrod guy. I, like we we're we're a Tyrod Taylor podcast. Yeah. Uh like Bill's I, Mafia. I do think to be fair to like, Lynn, I mean that was probably an organizational plan. Like I'm guessing like every, like the GM and the coaching staff like they had come to that decision together. They, like it's not just the coach's decision, right? So I'm guessing that everyone in the org was fine with Tyrod starting the year as the starter, especially cuz Herbert didn't get a training camp. Uh, yeah, that's true. Rookie. That's so, a good point. Think it OTAs. I'm hoping Lynn keeps his job. If he if he gets fired though, that would be quite can you that'd be quite the attractive like if you it's are a good job, yeah. if you are it's a, a NFL head coach or, yeah. or, or offensive coordinator or defensive you know any They've kind got of some talent any kind of coaching candidate like yeah that's it's, a good job I mean it's Joey a job. Bosa um, it's a good I mean Herbert, you're, Keenan Allen Austin Eckler yeah you got guys well yeah and you got Herbert on a rookie deal for like four right. more years right. and yeah. and it's and it's LA yeah you know a new stadium mm-hmm. like. That would be quite the attractive job. So maybe that's the angle. If you're the Chargers, like hoping you can get the brass, you, th- you think you can. If you think yeah. you can get like a, like the next, the next like McVay or whatever. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. He's my guy. Is that the Chiefs' defensive? Offensive. Offensive. Yeah. Sorry. Was that? Was that? Was that? Uh, was that? Racially, uh, that I assumed he was the defensive coordinator. Was that a? Uh, uh, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that might have been racially racially insensitive, mm-hmm. but whatever. Uh, all right, let's, we digress. Let's talk about your game, Ben. Uh, big win for you, one twenty seven over Nick. Scored a hundred points and lost. We had multiple teams score a hundred and lose this week. Um, big loss for Nick. Uh, makes it relatively tough for him to make the playoffs. I've got him at four percent. That's, okay, that's not great. Um, ben, I definitely thought that you were going to win the weekly bonus this week, and then, like we mentioned, Tyree Kill happened. Uh, talk about your team for 30 seconds. Uh, Tom Brady sucked at the beginning, but then pulled it together. They only lost that game by three. Watching that game, I was like, they're going to lose by 30 points, and then they, they came back. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that – so Brady's had a tough – so, like, I traded for Brady – I can't remember exactly when, but he had he's had Rams and Chiefs the last two weeks, which are tough. Yeah. Uh, now he has this bye. I'm hoping he's like four, you know he's like 43 or whatever, so he's got this bye week perfect time. Yeah. Get the body, get the old body rested up. You got Minnesota first round of the playoffs. Let's get after it. Yeah. Tom Brady. Um, Schedule is favorable in the playoffs. For sure. So, um, but yeah, uh, Derrick Henry. I'd like to call out Ryan again for trading Derrick Henry to Ben. Like, don't do that, guys. Don't give Ben your best player. For the record, just refuse. For the just record, I want the record to show I traded Travis Kelsey, which yeah. which we've been over. Like, yeah, I, Travis like, Kelsey is my like most prized son. Like, just, uh, oh god, like look at Derrick Henry's stat line, guys. Just look at it. It, it. There are a lot of points there. Like Travis Kelsey cannot conceivably score this many points. It's just not possible for a tight end. So that's all I have to say. 
I mean, now that he scored 36, like, now we're saying look at his stat line. It definitely helped. He was very good last week, too, put up 19. Right, but I had already traded for him last week. Yeah. I think it's a little I'm bit... Saying, like, this is not outside of the realm. Like, he had 38 in Week 6, too. But like, the two... Like, this is a thing that Derrick Henry does. He scored 25 points in Week 3, you know? I think... I think but I think you're trying to make the insinuation that I was being predatory, which is, like, oh, not, no, which no. Is not I, true. That, that is... Yeah, that's not what I was trying to say. I, I was just more, like, at Ryan. Like, you know, you gotta know when to just not trade a guy. Like, for me, like, Derrick Henry, I'm not trading him for basically anyone, you know? Yeah, I mean, so it's kind of an it's like kind of like an ironic thing because uh, when I was looking at like different, so like when I knew I was trading Antonio Gibson to Nick, I was like, I need a running back, and I was like, when I started looking at running backs and like playoff schedules and stuff, because that's like at that point I was still like safely in the playoffs, uh, and I was I saw Derrick Henry's schedule, and I was like, if I can trade for Derrick Henry with this playoff schedule, it it might just like automatically get me right the, the, the uh-huh. like the sh- like Schaefer like like Henry is- I, I went into that trade I went into those trade talks with Ryan kind of prepared to give up I think I offered Ryan if I remember right I think I offered Ryan like something like Gibson Lockett and um Gibson Lockett and Shark or something mm-hmm. I think that's what I offered him and he was like I want Kelsey. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and, 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 and which ended up, I think, I don't know. I don't know. You can yeah, see I mean, which one's There's a pretty small group of players but, who I think like can single-handedly get so hot that they win you a title. It's like Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, like healthy Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. Like that might yeah. be like Dalvin Cook probably. Like that might be it. Kamara not really right now. Not anymore, right now. But, yeah. yeah uh, with, with Taysom Hill in. But yeah. uh, in general kind of and, yeah yeah having one of those guys obviously a huge advantage because like there's definitely just you know a chance like we saw last year with henry of him scoring 25 or more in three straight games and that makes it pretty yeah. easy to win especially when the rest of your lineup doesn't suck yeah so. it's kind of ironic though because like i wouldn't give up kelsey unless it was one of those guys yeah yeah because like, kelsey in his own way is also like a top five eight fantasy player yeah right now mm-hmm. um maybe not top 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 eight i would I'd feel comfortable saying, like, Kelsey is, like, a top eight fantasy asset, like, right now. Mm. Um, but, yeah, kind of interesting. Um, James Robinson, I'm putting my flag in the ground. Like, James Robinson is, like, the fantasy MVP this year. I kind of... Yeah, undrafted. Like, that's, uh, it's, I don't think it's even remotely close. Oh, no. Isn't um, he, like, RB7 or something? Yeah. yeah it's just insane. Like, yeah, but sorry, I've been I've been drawing. I, I was thinking about I was thinking about it this week. I was like, what went wrong for my team this year? Uh, and the most obvious thing is me drafting Leonard Fournette in the fourth round. Uh, but then I looked at it and it was like, so Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jags like a week before the season, like after our draft, right? Mm-hmm. And my my rationale for picking him was like, the Jags are just gonna ride a running back, and that's gonna be worth points. And essentially, that just happened to James Robinson. And James Robinson is probably better than Leonard Fournette, so I'm not saying that like Fournette would have just done this if he had been in Jacksonville, but like I feel like I was so close to like making a pretty good pick, and it turned out to be a very bad pick. Uh, so the razor's edge. Right so there. so the real lesson here is don't go hiking in between yeah, the man. the start of the season. Yeah, I was on trail when you picked up James Robinson. I was like you know t- two days into not having phone service. So right. Did well. It was pretty though. All right, uh, let's talk about Nick. 
so yeah, Nick, it looks like he's going to miss the playoffs. This is definitely a rough loss. Uh, he needed to win this game and put up 100 points. He did, he did uh, enough in most weeks, but, but not this yeah. week. If we want to talk about some predatory trading, can we talk about Nick just, like, screwing me for Antonio Gibson? <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I trade I, Nick Nick must have had some kind of uh, insider uh, trading yeah. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call he's in on WFT yeah. I'm, I'm gonna call the uh, oh, fuck what's the I'm gonna, I can't believe I forgot like the the governing the governing body that handles insider trading the SEC the SEC. SEC I got it I got it I'm, I'm there um but yeah, man, Antonio Gibson. He's been uh, very good. I, so I traded Antonio Gibson away thinking that I was selling high because of the... But like right when I traded him, the, 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 the football team was like, why are we giving the ball to J.D. McKissick? <laughs> yeah. and, and so it, which was like all year, it was like, Antonio Gibson is like, like why don't we use him on third down? Why don't we give him... Tar- like, and then finally this week, I think maybe last week, they started giving Gibson more targets and McKissick. Yeah, Gibson had seven targets this week too. So yeah, I think last I think so I think last week was the first week that Gibson had more targets than McKissick, mm-hmm. and that's like that's huge for Nick. Like, what yeah. are what are Nick's playoff odds? Very very low, below one percent, or four percent. Did I say four percent? Yeah, four percent, four percent. Man, so I kind of yeah, f- he needs to win and have a bunch of other things. Man, I kind of fucked Nick, huh? Yeah, I wonder uh, if he had won, what his odds would be. Much much higher. Yeah. Uh, so, one good thing for Nick that I'm not sure will continue to be a good thing, but uh, Hollywood Brown uh, showed a pulse. He had 85 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the one like weird aspect of that is that it wasn't with Lamar Jackson because <laughs> Jackson didn't play. Robert Griffin started for the Ravens. So, who knows if this will continue. I mean, I don't think Hollywood Brown can like, conceivably be as bad as he had been for a few weeks before that. Like, it doesn't seem like that should be possible. Uh, and they do get the Cowboys this week. So, that's the matchup right there. I also want to call out Nick for keeping Todd Gurley in his lineup. When did we know that Todd Gurley was going to be out? We knew, yeah, we knew that Gurley was going to be out on Friday. So Nick had every opportunity to sub in like that. We Josh may have Kelly. we may have known it on Thursday. I'm trying to so when uh, did, when, the, when, uh, when did I pick up when did I pick up Brian Hill? I mean the, the notification here that he was declared out was on Friday, and he actually didn't practice on Wednesday. So even by Wednesday, you might have known. But like Nick had Josh Kelly on his bench, who scored nine points. Uh, not that that would have made a difference either, but. Come on, Nick. Did you notice what I was doing? I was on the prize. No. During so I was churning through running backs yeah. when yeah. I saw when I saw that girly and I saw that Nick like wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. So I picked up. I picked up. It was like Brian Hill and Benny Snell. <laughs> it was, I kind of figured that you were doing that, and you, and you thought that you were leveling up every time. But I guess it makes no, sense. No. So, yeah. So it was so it was on twenty. Yeah. So it was on Friday. On Friday, I saw that. Uh, Friday, like mid afternoon, I saw that. Gurley was going to be out, so mm-hmm. I scooped up Brian Hill. Fair enough. Um, and then the next day, I, yeah, I just started. I just started training through running backs. And yeah, I'm trying to remember who. I, it doesn't matter who else I picked up, but I I was just being a douche, and yeah. uh, it, it, it turned I mean, out to not really. Turned matter. out it didn't matter because Nick wasn't paying attention. Wasn't paying attention at all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do the last game then. It's my game versus Connor. This is not a pretty game for me. Uh, Connor won it 100 to 51. Uh, Connor improves to five and seven, but still. Uh, so Connor is the team that's most on the bubble in terms of playoffs. Connor is at forty two percent. So if Ooh. he wins, he's got a pretty good shot. Um, and if he has a good week, that could help him catch up points on some of these guys. So and this is big because uh, do we know if Gurley's going to be out next week? 
Uh, it sounds like he's going to be back. It sounds like it was a one-week thing. Because okay, okay, Connor plays Nick, who, like, mm. isn't really paying super close attention. Yeah, yeah. That's a big game for sure, because the loser is just out. Um, and the winner uh, uh, at least has a shot. So, Connor this week, uh, you know, pretty good pretty good week, 100 points. Um, <laughs> with just a bunch of guys scoring in kind of the low teens. Ronald Jones, I think, has, like, officially established himself as the running back in Tampa. I know I'm going to say that, and that's not going to be true once they come out of their bye. Uh, I think I think we can. I think that's a safe assumption. I mean, if I were the coach, that would have happened a while ago. Just seeing him and Fournette play, it's like, come on, guys, like this this that hard. Um, and they keep on trying to make Fournette the third down back, but he can't catch. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, this is like his worst skill. Um, so yeah, Jones Jones had like Jones sealed this game basically against me uh, with like a forty yard receiving touchdown in like the third quarter of that game so that was big um i i think i uh i picked against connor last week mostly because for the for the meme uh but also because he had three packers going up against the bears and then all three of those guys scored at least 12 points (laughs) (laughs) so so it was a good week for the packers for sure uh that's that's what connor likes to see yeah um something interesting ronald jones on by next week yeah Mm -hmm. uh and connor like really needs I guess Swift could be back yeah he's got to hope that Swift is back then he's fine um, but if Swift is not yeah, then he's starting like Naheem Hines which like as a one week thing is not terrible but yeah. as a do or die week it's not ideal yeah <laughs> especially because it sounds like uh, Jonathan Taylor will be back for the Colts so we'll see I mean if he gets weeks like this from a bunch of the other guys that have been uh, consistent and strong for him you know Calvin Ridley has been good uh, and Julio Jones is uh, still out Brandon Cooks, uh, you know, is, is the only wide receiver left in Houston. So. Yeah, that could be big for Connor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, anything else? So why is Jamal Williams getting so much work? Oh man. I, yeah, Jamal Williams has been very sneaky good. Was this garbage time that I you think, got? I think it must have been because they were up so big. Yeah. He also got 17 carries, which is abnormal for him uh, when yeah. Aaron But Jones he's had a couple of other games this year, though. Well, because Jones missed a couple games. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so typically when Jones is playing... Williams only gets like seven carries so this week he got 17 and a touchdown um, but he also gets enough receiving volume that he's still useful even when Jones is around in an average week so definitely like a good guy to have around I I think I drafted Jamal Williams this is about how my year has gone I drafted a guy like that in the 13th round and then just kind of got rid of him unceremoniously yeah I'm trying to find um I'm trying to find quick what the running back contract situation is like in I mean Jones is in like is this his third year I would say expires they both they're both up they're both up in 2021 so do, does that mean does that mean they're free agents I don't know I don't know <laughs> it just says it just says 2021 is when their contract expires I would assume that they would be resigning Aaron Jones I'm not sure about Jamal Williams <laughs> so that's, that's what I was trying to say is like Jamal Williams is like clearly good yeah right i just i just but just, do you want to like pay especially because they drafted aj dylan i i would imagine they're oh uh, the, yeah they'll let williams walk i'm yeah. curious like maybe they trade him i don't you don't need all three of these guys no you you draft aj dylan in the second round yeah hey, jamal williams is only 25 mm-hmm. yeah somebody will pay him <laughs> yeah think. yeah I'm, yeah i don't this website's shitty i don't know what it means Alright, uh, so our last team is my team. Definitely last. Uh, can, we, can I say one more thing about Connor's thing? Yeah. Uh, Travis Fulgham, are we panicking? 
Yeah, I mean, Travis Wolgan is just droppable now, I, I would think. <laughs> he had uh, he has a total now of 32 yards in his last three games. I mean, I, I don't see how you can continue starting him. Yeah, it's funny because... even I wish he left DJ Moore on the bench, too. It's like, why? <laughs> like, DJ Moore is so good, uh, comparatively speaking, yeah. at least. Uh, man, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like he has to start Fulgham the rest of the way, right? If we still had the trade, if we still had the trade deadline, or if we were still able to do trades, Fulgham to Henry would be a pretty clear move. But, mm. uh, do you, oh yeah, DJ Moore had that. Do you see that weird ankle thing? Yeah. Uh, he came down funny. I thought it was like so clear that X-rays were negative. Yeah. Haven't ruled him out. Well, I guess they haven't ruled him out for week fourteen, which is not encouraging that they're having to say that. So. Yeah, Henry that's Moore bad. Will be out. Yeah. So maybe he has to start. D- I mean, he can't start DJ Moore now. Yeah. That injury yeah. looked bad though. Like he got helped I guess off. He, on by this week he got helped off the. F- oh right, they're on by, so mm-hmm. they went out. He, he had helped. He had helped off the field. It was a non-contact. Thing. Yeah, it's like, not uh, great. Um. All right, Evan, your team, big week. Yeah. At this point, I'm mostly just kind of like doing it for the meme. Uh. So I did pick up Kendall Hinton, the Broncos' emergency <laughs> wide receiver turned quarterback. Uh, I was thinking, like, you know, he's probably going to score, like, four points, but it'll be really fun to watch him play. And there's, like, some chance that he gets, like, a rushing touchdown and scores, like, 12 in the flex. And I was I was legitimately just going to leave this spot empty because my bench is still – everyone is hurt all the time on my team. Just, like – and I can't drop them because it's, like, none of these games actually matter. And I'm only focused on the consolation, but it's, like uh, – then Kendall, <laughs> Kendall Hinton. I was reminded how hard it is to play quarterback – in the NFL. He threw two interceptions, only completed one pass to his team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm um, three points. I, I, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, in other league, I was, I have Justin Herbert, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I, like, didn't really have a need to pick up Taysom Hill when, like, that thing was happening, mm-hmm. and I felt a little left out. Like, when I had, yeah. when, when I saw that you were doing the Taysom Hill thing, and it was working out, I was, like, a little envious. Taysom Hill had another two rushing touchdowns. I, I wonder how many... Can people stop fucking doing laundry? God damn it. Um, I, I wonder how many people uh, on Yahoo started both Taysom Hill and Kendall Hinton this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so quite what, the combo. what I was going to say is, uh, in, in other league, uh, what, what the point I was trying to get to was, uh, I felt left out with the Taysom Hill thing. So I... And I saw you and you were starting Kendall Hinton. It was a little bit of... Uh, not peer pressure, but like bandwagon kind of... Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be... I wanted to be in it. In the scenario where Kendall Hinton... Scores like gets like forty rushing yards and a touchdown and yeah. gets some gets has like a very modest quarterback stat line, but he's a wide receiver, so yeah. uh, you can put him in your flex. So I flexed him over uh, Ronald Jones <laughs> <laughs> in in uh, in my college league, and I am very much on the playoff bubble. And that was a really dumb decision. And I got I and, say. I, and I got beat by like twelve. And Oof. I got beat by twelve, and I'm officially eliminated from playoff contention in uh, That's in 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 uh, in college league because I flexed Kendall Hinton. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I, I, so like I would have needed some other stuff to happen too, but yeah, I I was a little bummed. <laughs> it was it was a tough. That was a tough. Uh, that was a tough L to take. Yeah. But uh, it, you know, I have no regrets. I right. I I think in hindsight it was dumb. Yeah. But. You know, sometimes if he if he had done a Taysom Hill thing, I wanted to be here for the ride. Um, yeah. Anyway, so 
I don't. I don't really want to talk about the rest of my team. Evan, I want to ask you. I want to ask you about the um, the Jordan Reed flex. Mm-hmm. What what it what's your what's your what's my angle? Yeah. So so I'm kind of like testing out other tight ends because Hayden Hurst has been very mediocre. Um, so it was really more just a thing of like I don't care about winning this week. It doesn't really matter who's in my flex, and also like I I have no available bench spots. So it was more just like I want to have Jordan Reed in case like you know he uh, he had like a sort of encouraging game in week 10 for a tight end uh, so I was like okay maybe Jordan Reed becomes more useful than Hayden Hurst so I want him in my roster you know I might as well put him in the lineup because nobody else on the bench is playing this week so that was the whole thought process okay I, I was just I wasn't trying to maximize points for this week I was pretty I was pretty surprised by it because there were some good running backs available like yeah. like Again, I mean, yeah, I mean even really even right now, like Benny Snell is on waivers right now, and yeah. like he could very he had ninety yards or something yesterday, mm-hmm. and or like like Frank Gore is on waivers, like I don't know, there are guys who are on waivers that could serve you for the playoffs that are you know not yeah. super Keep far away. I also have the first waiver claim, so like I can get whoever I want. That's true. Like the first one, anyways. Yeah, was I was just fun. a little surprised by it because you could have. It was basically stashing a tight end, but I had to stash him in my starting lineup because everyone else is injured. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, uh, let's make some picks, Ben. All right, fair. Week thirteen, rivalry week. Rivalry week. I did a pretty good job with that that time. I had to really slow down and say it in that voice. All right, uh, first first game I've got is me versus Joe. Uh, ben, you wanted to make the pick first on this one. Uh, yeah, so I have some intel. I hear that. Uh, Evan does not want Joe in the consolation bracket. <laughs> so Evan may or may... Sources, sources my uh, anonymous sources have informed me that Evan may or may not be throwing the game this week. So I'm picking Joe. Uh, well, so Ben, that's only sort of right. I am your anonymous source, but that's only one of the reasons that I kind of want to lose this week. The biggest reason being that if I lose, I guarantee a top two pick in the draft for myself next year. Uh, even if I win, I, I'll probably be guaranteed that anyways. But, uh, and, and then, like you mentioned, I would rather ha- not have Joe in the Constellation. He's a little bit too good for this Constellation bracket. I, I want Joe in the playoffs. So that's part of it. What about pride, though, Evan? Also, everyone on my team is still injured or on bye. Um, so, like, I don't think I'm going to win this week anyways. I don't have that many, like, choices to even throw it. It's <laughs> this is like, uh, I'm playing the nine guys that I have healthy every week. That's, that's all I can do. I'm oh. picking Joe as well, if that wasn't clear. <laughs> Uh, next game I've got Tom oh, man, look at this chubby squirrel. Oh yeah, he was chilling before. He was like tapping on the glass. Uh, next game I've got Tom versus Jay. I am picking Jay. This is kind of a rough matchup. I mean, neither of these teams are going to make the playoffs, so it's not super consequential. But Tom had his one week of Gus Edwards being a starter for the Ravens. Uh, that week is over. And, the Gus bus And I think stopped. Jay has a better lineup, and Tyreek will probably just go for 25 points, and that'll be enough. So. Yeah, um... Kind of similar to your sentiment, this is kind of a sad matchup because yeah, is this the only matchup that like pretty assuredly neither team will make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean there are only like a couple teams that are out of it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I had to pick one of these teams. I was told I was told to uphold journalistic integrity or something like that. Yep. By my peers, so I so I'm going with Tom. All right, there it is. Uh, Henry versus Ryan. I think this is going to be the game of the week. It's got huge playoff uh, implications. implications. Absolutely. And both these teams are, have been playing fairly well. 
Uh, I'm picking Ryan, mostly because Henry is losing Will Fuller to suspension, and Mike Davis is on his bye. Uh, so Ryan is probably going to get Jonathan Taylor back, and he's also going to get Jerry Judy with an actual NFL quarterback if he uh, so wishes to start him. So I'm picking Ryan. Yeah, I have I have some more notes. Uh, Mike Davis is on bye. Fuller's out. Ryan's the pick. Yeah. All right, uh, next game is your game, Ben, against Andrew. I'm picking Andrew. Uh because you're going to be without Tom Brady, and Andrew has uh, a couple Vikings in his lineup. They're playing the Jaguars. That's a pretty nice matchup. So I'm picking Andrew. Um, I'm picking myself because uh, I have the best team in the league this year, and it's <laughs> not particularly close. That's fair. That's fair. I was mostly just picking Andrew to throw a little changeup in there. I do still think that you'll win the one seed, so he won't beat you by enough. How much does Andrew have to beat me by? Isn't it like, like 50? It is 54 points. So if Andrew beats Ben by more than 54, then he becomes the one seed. Otherwise, it is Ben. So it seems like... And I probably just won't stream a quarterback then. <laughs> um, Connor versus Nick So our next game. Uh, I think Nick is going to take this one. It's going to be tight, um, but I think I like Nick's matchups a little bit better. He's got Aaron Rodgers versus the Eagles, and Connor has Matthew Stafford against the Bears. So just in that quarterback matchup, um, I think Nick takes it. Yeah, um, I, I'm picking Nick because uh, Ronald Jones is on by. That's kind of my main thing with Connor's team this week. <laughs> All right. Um, next game, Quinn versus Tony. I'm picking Tony. This is not going to be a pretty game, but he's going to get Lamar Jackson back against the Cowboys, which should be a lot of points, you would hope. Um, and he should also be able to start Austin Eckler if he remembers that he's on his bench. Uh, Quinn's team kind of not playing awesome, so... Uh yeah, I have a I have an asterisk on this uh on this one. I'm picking Tony, but if with two Fs, uh if Tony puts Eckler in. That's fair. Yeah, that's definitely a big part of my pick. Gotta start your good players to, to win games. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, last game, Tim versus Ethan. Uh I'm picking Tim. I think he has a nice bounce back. He had kind of a disappointing week this week. Uh, he's got Russell Wilson against the Giants and Josh Jacobs against the Jets. Anytime you have multiple big-time players playing against the New York teams, I think you've got to be pretty happy about it. So, Yeah, so this so Henry and Ryan is definitely the big one for, for fantasy implications. Mm-hmm. But this one is clearly like, if that's the main event, this is kind of the undercard. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this one has pretty significant playoff seeding this one's interesting too because Tim might be motivated to lose this game like we talked about earlier so yeah so <laughs> so Tim because Tim and Ethan are both guaranteed something between three and five right because it's, yep. it's it's Quinn Ethan and Tim well, will be uh, something Ethan between... can fall to six as well uh, if he loses and Henry wins so oh yeah it's true so yeah, kind of somewhere yeah. in that middle, but you know, there's that big dividing line, uh, you know, between fourth and fifth, which is right where these two teams are right now. So definitely uh, an important game for those two. Game to keep an eye on. Yeah, just for seeding purposes. If you're keeping two eyes on the Henry Ryan game, keep one eye on the hmm. three, the three eyes available to all of us. Maybe half an eye. Okay, interesting. <laughs> all right, uh, is, is that all we got, Ben? Uh Rivalry week. Rivalry week is upon us. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the bad blood boil over. I'm I, excited to see I the hope trash talk. I the rival. 
I hope we get a tie. <laughs> this tie week. In every game. Um, I, I think we're due for a tie. That's true. We are. We really are. Right. What happens? Uh, it would just go to points. It would just be a tie. Yeah. I, I was just wondering if it would be funny if Tim and Ethan tied. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope there's a lot of chirping in the group chat. One of, one of the issues about having rivalry week at the end of the year is that for the teams that are kind of out of it. Yeah. I, I and I'm pointing most directly at you versus Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little disappointed at you. Like not motivated to win. I'm very. I, I'd say I'm very disappointed in your lack of. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's funny your, that, your, your lack it's of funny that me and Joe desire. are a rivalry game because I would definitely consider you to be my biggest rival. But like, that's not how this rivalry week works. It's all based on like who your rival would have been like in high school in non fantasy, just like in life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why me and Joe are rivals. So. Which I guess is fitting in a way because this is Schaefer Bowl. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a reason. We we have to maintain the zeitgeist of the 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, is that is that so? Is that it? Yeah. All right. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't 